Hello everyone, so today you're in for something. So today we are going to be talking about the abduction and murder of Amber Hagerman. So get some snacks, get comfortable, because this will leave you wondering. So first, we're not going to jump in just to the topic right away. We're going to talk about housing situations so first we're going to start off with a very good home and we're going to start off and then next up we're going to go with a bad home so a good home it provides you with everything your necessities and your parents the way that your parents are makes you the way you are because you look up to them and you follow them in their footsteps so you have two parents they're loving protective caring and kind to you then you're most likely to become like a successful person and very kind to others and help others but if you come from like foster care or your parents abandon you or your parents are alcoholics and they just fight all the time or divorced parents you have nobody to love you you have nobody to care for you you have nobody to look up to because they abandoned you and they left you for something else that they're quote unquote passionate such as drug dealing or finding a new lover those are mostly common which oh also an abusive home which leads to scarring of the heart and trauma which is very sad so let's get on to the episode the first episode so today we're going to start off with amber's home amber she came from a loving caring home and she had a brother named ricky and amber was nine years old and ricky was five years old and they both loved to ride their bikes together but on this particular day everything went wrong for the family so let's get on to the like whole abduction part and then we'll talk about the murder part and then we'll talk about whether the crime was solved or not so this happened in January 13, 1996 of Arlington, Texas. So, on this day, Amber rode her bike alone. And she rode her bike into the parking lot of an abandoned grocery store. Like, an abandoned grocery store is sketchy. Like, you don't know if a homeless person could leave there. Or, yeah. It's just very sketchy. But, she rode her bike to this location. Which, people, not lots of people were familiar or seen this place before. But, next up, this guy. He's in a black pickup truck. And he sees Amber. He's preying. He's preying on her. Like he's being a predator, technically. 
and he's waiting for the prey. He's just watching every single move that she does. And boom, he snatches her forcefully off the bike and throws her into the trunk. After she's kicking him, she proceeds to like kick him multiple times. And she only screamed one time at her abductor. And she wanted help, but I don't, like, this is a location that nobody barely even goes to. But luckily, one person witnesses crime. Only one person witnesses entire crime of her getting abducted. So this guy, his name was Jimmy Kevill, and... After witnessing everything, he decided to call the police immediately to make sure the girl was alright. But after calling the police, the police showed up, about 50 of them, and federal agents searching for Amber, but the abductor left no traces. Not a hair follicle, not a nail clipping, not like a her bike nothing he left nothing there so they didn't know if she was alive searching many days for amber the police found her body four miles away thrown into a creek and after they try to still search for clues the police. They tried to search for clues to make sure that she was still alive because you know, they're putting probably their headspace like if I have a kid I would do anything to protect them. But they found her body, her dead body and no traces still. The abductor left no traces of anything, not even a piece of clothing. They just, her body there is just a whole piece of evidence, but the witness had lack of proof and witnesses to, you know, get information from. So they're not able to find this man because they did not see his face. And after finding her body the cause of death death was her throat being slit and i just don't understand why would you snatch a poor kid a poor innocent kid into this truck of yours and kill her five days later it's like sad for the parents and everything but after finding her body and her throat being slit the police had to break the hardest, like, tragic, devastating news to the parents. And the parents were in denial and disbelief. And I say in denial because they don't want this to be their daughter. They don't want, you know, they don't want it to be her. They just, they're hoping and praying to God that she was still found alive. And she was safe. It doesn't matter if she was hurt or anything. She just had to be, like alive that's all they wanted from this person but they kept denying all this and 
they never found one bit of clue not no hair like i said face like of the abductor not even her bike not even the truck so it made it very hard for the detectives so they wanted they wanted what was best for amber but this guy the fact that you are able to snatch up a kid you must have been in a really messed up state like of your family doing something that scarred you mentally and emotionally because you don't have the love and care and attention that you needed as a child i don't know what was the motive of this killer and why did he have to kill a nine-year-old girl which like i said is very sad for the parents but they never found any proof or evidence so therefore to this day the murderer has not been brought to justice and the detectives of the arlington area occasionally they receive tips that they follow from people and only one person is only one person witnessed this which was very difficult for them because they had a lack of information and proof so it slowed down the progress of finding amber but let's talk more about where you were like wherever you live because depending on where you live like in what homing area you live not like state or anything but wherever you're born and the way you're treated it makes you a person like a specific type of person because you're looking up to your parents as role models and then eventually when you get older you start to look up more to idols and singers so the person who witnessed this was named jimmy kivel i believe I'm, i hope i'm pronouncing that right And he had lack of proof, so it made it hard for him and the police because he really wanted this girl's family to have peace. And, yeah, so when you're born in, like, a home that didn't love you and care for you, it makes everything hard on you because you decide to take the wrong path but if you're born in a good raised home then you're likely to take a better path but let's talk about what is a common age to get kidnapped well the most common age that a child could be abducted is 12 12 and older and 80 percent of these cases are victims ages 12 and up and like the teen behavior and irresponsibility often you know what do you call it (laughs) my bad i forgot often considered to be the culprit or you know and another thing that we have to talk about is why do people kidnap kids? I notice this a lot. People mostly kidnap kids because this kid is not familiar. And, you know, the lack of ability to, like, 
know everything that's going on. So, yeah. So, they usually, like, older people kidnap these young kids for human trafficking. Or they intend to steal a child and exploit, like, you know, some stuff often in trade uh slavery like child slavery technically forced labor or sexual abuse or you know sexual things that they want to do to the child so let's talk about the captivity of the child Depending on how captive the child's been for, they be they tend to become depressed and it's very sad because all they want to do is see their family and they just want to go home and they just want to be, you know, see their family. And it's like very sad. So, like, I don't understand why people have to kidnap the innocent people. I, I, I get that you've been, you know, like, born without the lack of love and attention. But it doesn't give you the right to snatch somebody's child and just, it's not right. So... Usually, like I said, when people kidnap you, they, like, illegally do unlawful things to you. And it's not right because as a child, you got the ability to think. And a question that I feel like a lot of people have are why do kidnappers or what do kidnappers do to their victims and they kill them they they kill their victims and they torture these victims and they videotape their victims death So, if you don't if you don't know what the term tiger kidnapping is, I'll have to explain. Tiger kidnapping is it comes in a way where it's very weird to explain. But a tiger, what do they do when they see their prey? They stalk their prey before they strike and kill their prey. So. As a criminal, they use the same tactic, and they learn the weaknesses of the victim and ex- before they exploit them and target them. Therefore, yeah, they, you know, do unlawful stuff. So... It's very, like, sad. And 
a question also that comes into people's mind are where do kidnappers take their victims? They take them mostly to abandoned places, but before, if you're like a young young kid, they'll just take you to an abandoned place and torture you and kill you and videotape and stuff. But if you're an older person, like you have money, usually they'll take you to the bank or ATM and just take the withdrawal of money. And, yeah. A question that I have is what what is the motive what is the motive of the kidnapper like why do they do this stuff I feel like the motive of a kidnapper will probably be to you know, have them do sexual favors for them and to hurt them. And I hope you enjoyed this <laughs> because I had to do multiple researching, I mean, multiple researches before preparing this video. So let me know what you think of this unsolved crime of amber hagerman and go follow me on my socials bye guys